got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. It was good. It was it was a lot of fun, and he seemed like a super normal guy. We were just having some beers, hanging out, just did, talking did, about our golf round. Did he give you butterflies? Uh, no, I didn't quite get butterflies, but I knew he was well, the one. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. If you missed it yesterday, <laughs> Matt Hamilton you missed a lot yesterday. stumbled upon the fact that he does have a soulmate, and his name is Aaron Charles. That's his middle name, Rogers? Yep. Yeah, you know it, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, you're... I, you know, the more I thought about it, I slept on it last night. Yeah. I think you're right. Yes. I think he's my soulmate. So, and I, you know what? The more I uh, thought about it and slept on it, his soulmate exists because the love between Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Matt Hamilton, and really Matt Hamilton and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, the love between. Is, is very, very strong. I've got enough love for the two of us, Strofe. Uh, he's Matt Hamilton. <laughs> I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. At Jim and Matt is our Twitter handle. You can see us do our video live there and on YouTube. And Alex, I believe you are going to share that video of Matt discovering that Aaron Rodgers is his soulmate sometime after the show today. Then yeah, that's correct. Alrighty, so you can <laughs> follow great. at Jim and Matt as well. I may have tried to just speak that into existence. I know Alex has started it, and so I want to make sure he finishes it. So if I say it out loud, <laughs> maybe it will happen. Manifest destiny there, right? You know, yeah, absolutely. We'll just speak it I into think existence. Going to nail it too. He loves. I would actually prefer not to have your reassurance. Thanks. No, it's more that you're so good at dunking on me that when you have a task that is specifically set to like dunk everybody's on me, ego takes a shot on this show. I think you're gonna nail it. Thanks, man. All right. Speaking of nailing it, the NFL is just <laughs> nailing players uh, left and right. There's gonna be multiple suspensions <laughs> of a year or more in the NFL, and I find it completely ridiculous and we'll get into it Matt Hamilton but mm-hmm. the the NFL has basically started to lay down the gauntlet as far as uh, suspending players and it is absolutely I would say massive levels of hypocrisy from the NFL Isaiah Rogers is expected to receive a season-long suspension he is a cornerback and kick returner uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, that's uh, that's per Adam Schefter. Meanwhile, you know, other people who have done ten thousand worse things are not suspended for a year. So let's set that aside, right. and let's set aside the fact that the NFL is making billions of dollars hand over fist forever from gambling. Let's side. Let's set aside the fact that I guarantee you, players have gambled on the NFL forever. And now it's just easier to catch them because if they use these apps, you can kind of track it down a little bit here. How's, I mean, I think the NFL is, and they always have been, but just another example of massive hypocrisy from the NFL. I'll let you say, say your thing here. You can still punish players and hold them accountable for, and if they actually hurt the integrity of the game, 
But gambling on a sport, in my opinion, not your team, does not hurt the integrity of the game. This is the NFL trying to virtue signal and trying to draw a line that doesn't exist between all the billions of dollars they're getting from these sports gambling companies and the players who are human beings who want to gamble on things. Just like the players, just like Patrick Mahomes needs to do the Coors Light actual flashlight commercial instead of saying he drinks Coors Light, right? and he has to do the Coors Bear uh, instead of saying he drinks Coors Beer, because God forbid that he actually endorses you know drinking those right. things, because Coors Light's amazing, he has to dance around it. So the NFL, like a million different things, another example of, we'll take all your money for things that we won't let our players participate in or make money off of. Okay, so a lot to unpack there. Yep. First, before I get into like full rebuttal mode i'm curious as to like when like say in the 80s right before there's apps or anything or like i guess they advertised with the nfl but was that the only way that the nfl made money off of gambling was through advertisement well it wouldn't be advertisement because it wasn't legal it was just obviously the nfl is popular because of gambling i mean that's why they released the it's, it's not like a direct like Here's a check. Until now, it was a wink, wink of like, like oh, here's our injury report, and we have to put it out by this date, and we have to be very specific what happens okay, and tell okay, you how long these okay, guys are gone. So it's one of those we'll scratch so when your it was, back, you scratch right, ours. When it was illegal, it. Okay. when it was illegal, the NFL was bending over backwards to make sure those who were spending illegal dollars on the games well, where they were, were able were, to do it. Oh, I mean, yes, there was illegal betting everywhere, but obviously the. Uh, Behind the guise of doing this for like Atlantic City and Vegas, right? I mean, they would. That's yes. what it was behind. That's the only okay. reason they had that exist. Perfect. Okay. Yes. So now, I, here's the thing: is I don't think these guys should be getting this crazy of a suspension. Like, a hundred percent. I don't know all the details. I I don't really want to make it a dollar amount. But what I do want to point out and. Correct me if you don't agree, but I think what the NFL is trying to do. Is just draw a line in the sand. Like I, I think this is way too aggressive and way too like far on one side of that fence, so to speak. But they're trying. It's it's very easy to say just no gambling. That way there is no loopholes. There's no gray areas. There's a right or wrong. No gambling for players for the integrity of the game. And I know there's hypocrisy there and everything like that. But like we can all understand when there's a rule at your place of work. Potential, like you're supposed to fall. I don't want to conflate those two things because we did this last time. Yes, you have to follow the rule your work sets. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, it is hypocritical for the NFL to set these rules. That's what I'm saying. Well, how Again, does this rule get set? How, how does the get, NFL protect right. the integrity of their game if they can't set a rule Simple. on gambling? Lifetime ban if anyone is at all caught betting on their own team or influencing the outcome of the game. I don't care if you're an official, if you're a ball boy or whatever. If you are in the NFL and you are caught betting on your team's game or your team and or you are caught influencing it, it is a lifetime ban. I would say I, I, it is I the totally death penalty if you're caught doing it, but up until then, that's the line in the sand you draw. But are you telling me that you have total confidence and trust that because we know how good of friends players across the NFL are. We've talked with Chris Orr. He's got play- friends yeah. on other teams, right? Yep. Like, I'm not necessarily saying one guy's going to take a dive for his buddy, 
But like, there's gonna be a lot of like weird situations out there in the world where maybe your best friend scored a touchdown, put them, put them on the over, and you bet the under, and then there's animosity. You're like, there's gonna be weird things that this is. Wherever you draw the line, there's gonna be weird things. But that's what I'm saying. Just draw like the NFL is like, hey, if we just draw the line at no gambling, there's no weird things. If they gamble, the- we. We slap them on the wrist. I mean, just not slap on the wrist is what they should get. And I, like I said, I agree that this is too strong. But like, I don't necessarily the, the players' agreement. There should be a collective bargaining thing in there. They should have tried to make some sort of agreement with gambling where they get some of that revenue, so the players don't feel the need to gamble on. And again, if football players want to gamble on basketball. That's that to me is fine, but if you play football, you shouldn't be able to gamble on football, and that's the line the NFL is drawing. I don't hate it. Well, they he, should get punished, but they shouldn't get punished a year or more for betting a couple hundred dollars on a football game that they, in theory, have no influence. See, on. See, and I'm more of the theory, and this is what we're going to ask eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Is the NFL being hypocritical by penalizing players for gambling? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six, including gambling on the NFL. I have a problem if you gamble on your own team, because here's what we I can guarantee has happened over the history of time. NFL players have gambled on the NFL. I promise you that. But they gambled yeah. with a bookie, and that bookie has their own personal state. Don't want to go to jail reasons not to turn these people in. I guarantee you, gambling has happened in the NFL forever. But now the NFL is taking money publicly. They were making money, obviously, with the popularity of the game by giving you all the things that all the gamblers wanted and setting line and all these sorts of things. Mm-hmm. The NFL was fine with all of that. And now the NFL is getting money, so now all of a sudden they're Pollyanna. We got to have the integrity of the game here. I promise you, this was all happening beforehand. Now it's just easier to track. Now I will share this: the sixth, and I do not. And again, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Is the NFL being hypocritical for banning players for gambling or suspending players for gambling? I do not want to get into the rules and you break them. That's a different conversation. That is a dumb conversation. I don't want to have right now because, of course, the rules are set. You break them, you have to deal with the consequences. That's not, I don't want the argument, I don't want those two things conflated. I'm saying this rule should be different. But here are the six key rules of the gambling policy in the NFL. Don't bet on the NFL. Don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying in a team hotel. So that one's weird to me, like you couldn't gamble on an NBA game being in the facility. That's a little, these are arbitrary. Or at the, like, the team hotel, that but seems these, a little silly These are too. arbitrary. Don't have someone bet for you. So to your point, like they already tried to write that in there. And Matt, I will say to your point of if players were colluding with each other to, to do things on other teams, whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, or ev- even with anybody. But every one of those players, if you're caught, it is a lifetime ban. Right. Like that's to me the easiest way to make this thing. That if you are caught affecting the outcome of a game, lifetime ban. If you're caught betting on your team, lifetime ban. I'm not saying don't punish the players. I'm saying allow them, give them some sort of ownership of their destiny. What you're telling these is players it so is that... so hard to say just don't bet on the NFL? What? Let them bet on the NBA. Go bet on MLB. Go bet on because cricket if you want to. Like you, But this is this their expertise. This is your sport. This is your profession. Can you bet on gambling? I mean, can you bet on curling? I don't think so, no. Okay. I mean, I'm sure I could probably bet on like a women's game, but I couldn't bet on like if I'm at the World Championships no, if and you're the not... game going on right next to me is Canada versus Denmark, I can't bet on that game. Okay, but you're all in the same place. So let's say you're a lim- let's say 
let's say in the future when you retire, let's or you're still let's say you're competing, but you're not maybe going to go for the Olympics next time. So like let's say someone you're not in the Olympics, okay, but you're still technically competing, right? Can you bet on the Olympics? Yes, curling because I wouldn't be there. Yes. So again, but that would be like that'd be like if the Bears are always out of the playoffs. So Justin Fields could bet on NFL playoff game. I'm just saying it's an easy line to draw that is very easy to say someone violated the rule or someone didn't. Right, but I'm saying I'm just saying the You're, line, when, the line is too high. When you say that sometimes you can bet on football, but sometimes you can't, that you're no, introducing no, no, gray no, opportunities. No, no, you cannot bet on your team. And if you if you caught betting on your team. Whether you caught winning or losing, if you're caught betting on your team, you're suspended forever. If you're caught, yeah, but like a lot of times, people aren't caught the first time they do it. It's like once it's a systemic problem but, 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 is but, when but, people get caught. Right, right. but Matt, this they, they don't catch these people the first time they place this bet. The same same thing applies. Everything you're saying applies. We're just talking. I'm talking about moving the line further back. Here are the other rules: Don't share team inside information. Don't enter a sports book during NFL playing season, and don't play daily fantasy football. So some of these very much are about the image of the NFL, which again screams to me we are massive hypocrites because we will take your money. We will make money hand over fist from all these gambling institutions, but oh, by the way, we can't have one of our players seen entering any of these gambling uh, institutions. The thing that I think would be the fairest, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of them, those that are booty. If a guy on his day off wants to go to a sports book and bet on basketball, or, or whatever sports going on at the same time as NFL, they should be allowed to do that. So, like, again, I'm not saying all these rules are okay, but in the future, I, I like this line of no betting on NFL will include you. The NFLPA gets a share of uh, uh, money from, like, DraftKings or whatever. Like, include that in your collective ab- bargaining agreement. If they're going to take a potential revenue stream away from you or something you like to do, they should at least compensate you for it. So that's like something that needs to be argued at their next like bartering agreement. But I don't think the NFL is necessarily wrong for wanting to lay a clear defined line in the sand what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And And this is this punishment is just this is so excessive because they're trying to like put the fear in everybody that if you do this, you will get caught and you will get lose an entire year. Matt, we're very similar here. I'm agreeing with you. They need to draw a line in the sand. I just think where this line is drawn now is ridiculous because what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for failure. You are setting yourself up for failure. There's going to be a handful of players right now that are going to be suspended for a season. You are setting yourself up for failure. The same league that is going to make billions of dollars off gambling is going to cost an individual player, which the NFL clearly does not give a crap about. They view them all as interchangeable. They, those players are going to get suspended and lose millions of dollars for gambling on the NFL. And again, I'm not making this about the rules and breaking the rules. I understand that, and I'm not saying these players shouldn't face punishment for breaking the rules. I'm saying the rules are heavy-handed and hypocritical, and I think if you drew a hard line in the sand of basically... It's like the death penalty, and it's yeah. Either, no, I, it's either, I, I like it's get the, it, and I think that I think that's too lenient. I, I don't think that you can be, you should be able as an NFL player to bet on any game any Sunday. If you're if you're an NFL player, you shouldn't be able to bet on NFL games. That's kind of my thought because I do worry about the integrity of the game. But all those I, things, Matt, those still exist. The, you're, exi- you're you're pretending like people don't smoke weed if it's not legal. Like if it's if weed's illegal, people don't smoke weed. So you're you're telling me that Ow! even though even though if that was like the new rule, they're like, hey, you know what? 
Gambling is fine. DraftKings is okay. As long as it's not NFL, you can do whatever you want in the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, whatever. But if like, if we're going to hold the rules accountable for the NFL, and you're saying that these players are still going to go ahead and bet then. Anyway, is well, that what you're telling me? I'm, yes. Like, under the obviously like, still are. Yes, but then they, they will be punished. Like, I just think... I, and who knows who knows about integrity of the game? It's one of those things that you're not going to find out the issue until it starts to happen. But I think there's it's always easier to give a little more leniency than it is to take more away. This Say, isn't lenient. You're taking okay. a whole year out of someone's life for betting on the NFL. I'm not saying the, the, the punishment is lenient. I'm saying they're going super strict on the rule because over time if they want to be like okay you know what you can bet on other football games let's say not on the same day you play so if you play on Sunday you can bet on the Monday night or the Thursday night game or if you play on Thursday you can bet on Sunday or Monday night games but that's that's their new rule it's always easier to give people more leash than it is to take it away because there's going to be way more backlash when you take it away so i don't think they could jump all the way to you just can't bet on your own team because if there are issues and they pull back that's when everyone's going to freak out the issue i have is that as gambling comes more and more legal throughout i don't love institutions and leagues drawing lines of things that are legal for everyone else to do and not legal for you to do now if you for an example here to my rule if you affect the integrity of the game that could be fraud Fraud or working with other gamblers to then, you know, change the score of a game like Tim Donahue went to prison for that. Like, that is illegal. So that's why I'm saying that draw the line illegal. They have the same problem with weed because where are they drawing the lines with this? In some states you can do it, some you can't. The NFL is a living, breathing hypocrisy, and I think they can make it a little better if they at least make the, make the line not to cross very clear and very steep if you do cross it, but give people and give the players the opportunity to be regular folks. And I'm sorry if Jordan Love wants to bet on a Miami Dolphins versus Buffalo Bills game, I don't really care. Rutledge is an idiot guy eight times in. This is so typical of the No Fun League. Do as I say, not as I do. We'll continue this conversation. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Darkness. When the stars realign, we are gonna let it shine. I'm waiting for the night to come. I'm waiting for the tide to pour in. Iron Chalk. Poll question, is the NFL being hypocritical by suspending slash banning players for gambling right now? 67% of you say yes. We have Troy and Madison chiming in, which I think kind of proves maybe both our points here. Just have someone else place the bet for you. Jeez, it's not that hard. Troy, I agree with you. We're not arguing, though, about the idea of the players and the breaking the rule and, and should they get the rule, penalty. Rule number three. Don't have someone bet for you. Right. And that is, again, like, in the rules. So, they could still fall in the same trouble they're in right now. And, I, you know, we're arguing here, is the NFL being hypocritical? I say yes. They're making billions of dollars off these gambling institutions. And, Matt, let me ask you this as we run through this here. I want – so they are suspending players. The players who are getting suspended right now, they've been suspended for different reasons. So I want you to tell me – if which one of these rules do they feel hypocritical? Yes or no? So we're going to go. I want you to call in 844-770-3776. Is the NFL being hypocritical 
by banning slash suspending players for gambling on the NFL. But Matt, I want to ask you if you think any of these rules. Uh, I will go. We'll just play a game of. You know what? Let's play Tinder time. Let's play <laughs> Tinder time, Matt. You swipe right, right if you agree with the rule. Swipe left if you disagree with the rule. Okay. Rule. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. If you like it, swipe right. If you dislike it, swipe left. It's Tinder time. All right, Matt Hamilton. I'm going to work my way up the list because I think I know how you'll answer for number one. So, number six, don't play daily fantasy football. Are you swiping right? You like that rule or left? That rule can go. Um, so, I like that they specify daily. I think it's really fun that they're... NFL players might want to play fantasy football, especially amongst each other or however, but the daily one, I think you have, you're going to have potentially more knowledge than other people because your friends are literally people you could pick and bet on. You might know if your friends got a stuffy nose or not, but the, the injury report's not coming out with that. There is potentially insider stuff. I would say I agree you cannot play daily fantasy football. I would say I'm swiping left on that because, again, this isn't about insider information. This is about the optics for the NFL and their marketing, and they don't want it to look like a player could affect the game. The player does not have an effect on the game for daily fantasy football. Alex Stroff. Uh Yes, they do. So, no, I'm with Matt on this one. Keep they they going to try extra hard? Well, no, they but they could know something about it, a player. But again, Matt, everyone See, knows something about Elvis. Like that, that is a dumb argument. Sorry, but like, it's I not don't a dumb think argument, it's a dumb it argument is. if your best friend is the number three back in the NFL, yeah. and you know, you know for sure he's not feeling great today. Okay, he's so, not feeling super good. So, so I'm not inside information pick up. That's is, inside but that's info. not why they're banning these things. It's not inside info. There are people whose lives make millions of dollars gambling because they have inside info. Are they not allowed to place bets because they have inside info? Because not, it, not when your job oh, is playing football. Your job. So let's say Aaron Rodgers knows that Garrett Mitchell, or who's who's the wide receiver? Garrett Wilson. He knows that Garrett Wilson out there has a hangnail. So he tells his buddy, who's a bookie, and now that guy makes millions of dollars and gives money to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is in trouble. But my That's point wrong. is that doesn't affect That's how daily. you influence the game. But again, daily and the fantasy, game, not necessarily football. But the game of daily da- fantasy. No, you're, you guys are both wrong. No, so okay, fine. you can tell us we're wrong. Yeah, yeah I you're, will. You're you wrong. are. You're wrong. You're okay, neither, whatever. Because these rules just, don't exist. Just because but, people disagree, you can't just tell them they're wrong. You do that every single time I know, we I, disagree with right, somebody. Right, I know because you're wrong. You're both wrong, <laughs> you and it's are fine. So you're you're out objectively of right factually wrong because these rules don't objectively, exist. Objectively, right? Yes, these rules do not exist because of insider information. Oh, insider, so if you're so right, why do they exist? Because the optics and marketing of the NFL, they don't want a player. Tweeting about, I just made $10,000 on daily fantasy football because that would look bad for the yes. NFL optics. Not Derek because Henry inside, texted me today, and not I inside, bet my house on Derrick Henry because he said he was going to have a good day. Not inside information. Because, because the backup running back actually had a hammy, but they just didn't put him on the, the, in, the, the injury report. The inside right, information. Like, but, so but the inside information exists in the NFL already. That's already part of gambling. That's already disseminated Jim, it's everywhere. it's a different level when you're friends. It, this, it's a different thing. Okay, if, so. If a player okay, chooses so, to like, tell in a this theory, something. In this inane theory. Theory, just it's this inane wrong theory, the most ridiculous theory I've ever heard. That if like Steph Curry and Patrick Mahomes are friends, and Patrick Mahomes That's finds out information same. and then tells Steph, Steph Curry, uh, oh by the way, like maybe you, uh, you know, I'm not feeling great. Maybe I'd fade my me in fantasy football. Yeah, or fantasy basketball. Yeah, I think that would be kind of wrong. 
But that, so it's, that, I, that exists already. Like, that could happen right now. That could happen right it now. It could, and I think it would be so, wrong of so Steph Curry to do so that. And it would be point. wrong of so whoever to do it. my exact no, point. Dude. That the inside information already exists. So this rule does not exist to ban inside information. It exists for the marketing of the NFL. That is my point. No, it's so football players... Try they not do to do that it already. They already do it. So you're proving Show my point. Show me some proof. Give me some proof of an NFL player already doing it. Then. So Pollyanna, you believe that players yep. do not give information to other people? That's what I'm asking you. You're believing I want proof that they do, Jim. Proof. I don't need. I don't need to prove to you that they don't. You're telling me beyond a reason of a doubt they do. Show me. Give me something. Oh, how about the players have been suspended already? Let's go! The players have been suspended have been gambling no, on the game! No, no, they would be suspended for any one of these rules. Which would be telling your friend about inside information. They already have a rule. Don't but share... What, what does it say they were suspended Again, for? proving my point, they already have a rule that says don't share inside information. So why would the inside information also apply to Daily you Fantasy Football? You just said that players do it. What do you mean proving your point? It, it proves my point that... It, it proves it, your point that there's a rule no, against no, it. No, right. But my point is this specific rule, don't play fantasy football, is not in place because of insider information. How do you not see that proves my rule? They have a different rule already in place that says do not okay, share information. Okay, move on to the next. We don't so agree. Wait, just move I on to the next I want to make one. sure I'm setting this clear. That rule number six, don't play fantasy football. Does daily not, fantasy football. Do not play daily fantasy football does not exist because of insider information. And that is proven. Because it says there's a different rule that says do not share inside insider information. It's so rule number that six. They had to double down. No, on they it. didn't. It, it's completely telling you you're wrong. I no, don't know how you're no. saying this means I'm right. No, they have rules against exactly what I'm saying already happens. Right. No, it proves I'm right. This is another forum of no. gambling that they're saying you can't use. It proves I'm right. The two of you are purposely being obtuse for the bit here. No, but we're not. This is not a bit, Jim. This is zero percent a bit. This okay, is zero. I think you're wrong. No, well, you are wrong. Like it's factually. <laughs> accurate that you are both 100% wrong on this. Do not play fantasy football is a rule that exists for marketing purposes. They do not want players to be able to make money off playing daily fantasy football, and they do not want people to be endorsed off daily fantasy football. Why would they need to double down on the same rule? One rule, it already states it. You don't need to write it twice. You're not going to get in trouble. There's not double it's jeopardy on it. It's another form of gambling, Jim. But, but, That's the point but, of Matt, it. It's okay. because okay. this is an Okay, app. Matt, I will agree with you on that. I'm saying your theory about the inside information is asinine, not the idea that this rule is another form of gambling. No, I will give you that. This is a loophole for the same issue. Why? There's no. This is a different loophole where it says number four: do not share inside information. Why would they have to no, write that rule twice? Because the loophole is you've got a totally different forum for gambling in a daily fantasy no, football app. That is the reason they did it. They didn't have this 15 years ago because there was no Matt, daily football. Matt, but they had to add it because they brought a new element that okay. created a loophole. But do you hear what you're saying? You started this argument by yes. saying. No, I hear what I'm saying. You, I, They are absolutely doubling down. No, no they do not have to double down. Yes, because well, okay. it's a new platform why, why, for gambling. Why, why would they have to double down on, it clearly says right here, do not share team inside information. But it that happens a, all the time. But wait. That's not betting or on teams. Stop. This is a different form of gambling. But I'm not stop, gonna stop for a second. Because you just sit and yell over me when you want to say something. So I'm telling you right now, but this is a different form. This was a loophole. This is a legal loophole. They threw this in so players couldn't give out inside information and bet on fantasy football. But it doesn't say. <laughs> but Matt, you're, again, you're wrong. A hundred percent wrong. Now, will you let me finish this time? You, you, okay, yeah. Hey, Matt. 
You're wrong. I know. I've heard. Well, you are. I've and heard. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you that you're wrong. Finish away. Let me hear. All right. When it clearly says, do not share team inside information, that is unequivocally, do not share inside information. If you want to tell me, don't play fantasy football because it's another form of gambling and that's why you think it's a good rule, that's fine. I will agree with you. But do not tell me that it is another way to say, don't share inside information. There is no gray area to rule number four that needs to be doubled down on. It says, do not share inside information. So if you want to tell me that don't play daily fantasy football exists because it's another form of gambling, Fine. If you want to tell me it exists because they don't want you to share team inside information, I will call you 100% wrong on it because rule number four already says don't share inside information. Do you get what I'm saying now? I understand what you're saying, and I don't think there's any reason that you shouldn't be able to double down on a rule, especially when... they're not doing that. Your other point is valid. Yeah. Your other point is valid. They don't want them to gamble on that as well. But again, there's. I think the whole idea is they're worried about the game not being fair for all. And that inside information is what changes the fairness. And with the new platform, they they needed to to cover. They just had to cover their butt. They don't. It says right there. Do not share. Where's the gray area? Where is the gray area in the sentence? Do not share team information that they need to double down on it. Tell me where the gray area is on that. Okay. The gray area was there was probably five rules prior to daily fantasy football being no, a this, thing. Th- no, no, because this was just written this last year. So no. Alrighty, start over. So you're saying there was no rule about don't share insider information. There's always been that rule. Okay, thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I agree. But when you add another form of gambling like this, which is a much more inane form because you can go player to player. It's not teams. It's legal in a lot more places. They were just covering their butts. No, because they're Matt, saving. You're right the second time. Just let it go. You are right when you say it is another form of gambling and they don't want it. That is right. That is 100% <laughs> okay. right. That is the correct answer. If that is your concession, I'll accept it. Let's move along to number five. All righty. So I was right. Thank you. Do not <laughs> enter a sports book during no. the NFL playing seeds. Yes, I was correct. Thank you. Do not enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. Swipe right if you think that's fair. Swipe left if you think it's wrong. Swipe left. Left. You should be able to go wherever you want. Don't place a bet. You, if you want, if your buddy is there and your buddy is gambling and you want to sit and watch the game with him in the sports book, I have no problem with that. Can they place a bet on other sports? I personally think that they should be able to. I mean. I don't know. It's a, I'm asking it's you a, personally. It, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I, I oh, said don't earlier say today. Slope. It's the worst thing ever. It is. It's, it's the not, worst it's argument. Wrong. How is it? What do you mean? How is it? Everything's a, bad a slippery argument? slope. Why I, should we do anything? Because we all could just slip down and do oblivion. Hey Matt, anything that comes out of your mouth is the worst argument ever, wait, according to Jim. But wait, <laughs> we all can agree. Like Alex, in, just as a rule, the slippery slope argument is the worst argument out there. Because I mean, everything yeah, is a slippery slope. We could slide for, down for to oblivion. Sure. For sure. You could you could make the case everywhere. But I, I do think it applies here. This The reason it applies is I was talking about sharing insider information. That's my big issue with gambling, oh right? Okay. That's my main problem. It's already there, addressed. Obviously, these players are all friends across the board, so I don't know. It's tough because there's nothing that's keeping me from texting my buddy saying, hey, how you feeling there's today? nothing from keeping you doing that now. And, <laughs> You're right. Oh, the rule exists. We already know that that rule already exists in the NFL. Right. So do we believe as a show, just separately? You continue to say it happens all the time. But do you believe it doesn't happen? No, I don't. I'm I'm sure it happens happens. on some level. Even if they don't share the information, I know things about players. I don't gamble. I know things about players. They're not sharing it to me as a gambling hint. You just know things about players. 
and I know things about teams. NFL reporters. Should this apply to them? It does. They can't gamble. Jason Wildey can't gamble. Or what? Or he the NFL what? Okay, but I'm saying, let's say, so if Jason Wildey, let's say you're talking to Jason Wildey and you gleam some information from him. So who's getting in trouble? Probably Jason, right? Don't Nobody. give team but inside information. He's not an employee of the team. So my point is, the, so again, inside information was just relayed to you. Right? Well, the issue okay, there then is... Okay, is, is, then Jason Wildey's immoral if he does that. And he's just... Immoral? Really? Oh, that's a, <laughs> at that, at, 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 at right, that point, down. right? <laughs> calm down. The, no, get, I'm not saying the he NFL is, but you're millions of dollars off of this. What's immoral about it? They're giving everybody an opportunity to make money so off Matt, of it as well. It's gambling. When you gamble, you're not trying... You, if you paid a service, you're yes. paying them because you assume they have inside information, Correct. I mean, if I'm paying a service for gambling, yeah, but... Okay, I, thank you. So are you I immoral? Don't. Is, are people who pay gambling services immoral, then? <laughs> I mean, they're people that are trying to... They're normal people that can't call Steph Curry and ask if his toe hurts today. Or they can't call Tua and say, how many fingers am I holding up? Do you ex- what world do you... <laughs> in what world do you live... Matt, in what world do you live that... People aren't trying to gather inside information for their personal advantage in every single thing they're exactly. doing in their life. Exactly. So if you allow football players to do it, why don't you think they would try and do it as well? That's why they're There's saying rules. you can't gamble. There's rules against it everywhere. <laughs> how did it? How did it get made this difficult? It's well, not. You guys are just wrong. They, this is well as Hamilton said it by away. Rutledge is an idiot. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Matt Hamilton, so mad, so worked up about being wrong, screamed so loud last segment he broke his microphone. Had to move. So if you're tuning in on the uh, at Jim and Matt app, Matt is not gone. He's had to switch locations, and we'll figure out the cameras later. Uh, there he is. Now he's in the camera. You can see at Jim and Matt on YouTube. Matt, so worked up, uh, has screamed into the microphone and broken it. Good job, Matt. I've, you know, people say I'm the loud one on the show. I've never broken a microphone. <laughs> well, I, you know what? You just got to get good, Jim. Sometimes yes. when you're as good as I am, the mic just can't take all the heat. And Text line. Situation. Text line, lighten up. 844-770-3776. Rutledge and Hamilton live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Rutledge and Hamilton along with Alex Strove with you. All right, here we go. 608 chimes in. Y'all argue like middle-aged women at the grocery store. I didn't think we were that high-pitched. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan and Madison, Matt's opinions are wrong. Jim's opinions are facts. I think Jim's optics, optics are looking bad at this point. <laughs> Tim in Oregon just says, Matt, good work. Jesse in Madison says, Matt won because he yelled the loudest. There you go, Matt. <laughs> uh, again, I don't know about the optics. I'm just sharing facts. I don't believe the NFL feels like they need to write things down four times to prove their point. So, again, if you're just tuning in, Matt and I... No, no, the reason they wrote it down once in the first place is because it was an issue. Mm-hmm. And they clearly felt that it needed mm-hmm. to be... No, no, yeah. no. Otherwise, why would they include it, Jim? Why would they throw anything about daily fantasy football? Be- your second point is correct, Matt. They're saying... But do- what's wrong with it if it's not betting on your team? It's like, just- to your point, what's the issue then? Because, to your point, it is a very specific type of gambling they want to be very clear that you cannot do. That is why they did it. Because it is different than even saying, do not bet... So you're saying, just because it's another form of gambling, 
Now, the whole yes. rules behind gambling are not because uh, to keep the integrity of the game. It's just because they don't want them to gamble and because of optics. That's that's your, my stance. That's my sin. stance is because, again, no, and my, I, my I, stance is this, that the integrity of the game is just as much, and I don't think it is very much in question, but these it's the same idea, write a, write a law, People smoke pot even though there's laws against it. So, so like, laws and rules against things doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Does it, so, wait, let me finish, though. It doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So my point is, the integrity of the game argument for this is inane. Now, do, does the NFL need to share, like, do, not write, do they need to write these things out specifically? One time, yes, because it is a... It is a law. It is a rule, so it needs to be written out. So if they're sued or the NFLPA pushes back against them, they have very clear written ways to say you can and can't do this. NFL, none of these rules, none of these rules truly protect the integrity of the game. Because if you were caught gambling five years ago by sharing inside information on any of those things, you would still be suspended and get in trouble. That does not. These rules are in place to protect the marketing of the game. They don't want players. Here, here, look, it's proven right here. Don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. That is for the marketing of the game. They don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in a sports book during the NFL season, no matter what he's gambling on. Don't play daily fantasy football because that's easier than writing saying. Don't tweet about it. Don't brag about your wins. It's easier just to say, don't play daily fantasy football. So one, you can't endorse those companies so the NFL can keep all that money, just like they do with beer. And then, oh, by the way, don't play it because if you win, we don't trust that you wouldn't brag about it. And if people brag about winning tens, thirty, forty thousand dollars and playing daily fantasy football, people are going to intuitively assume that it was nefarious because they always assume well, that things the thing. in the NFL are nefarious. The thing about it is the whole game is about optics. So if you, if all your fans think it's nefarious, even if the players are gambling on the up and up, you're going to suffer as an organization. That I agree with. I, right? We're not so, disagreeing on that. No, I said this is all marketing. Agree, That's why the hypocritical. I'm saying, Jim, is that they are doing it. It might be marketing, but wait, regardless of what happens, they're, they're going to lose at the end if they let the players bet and gamble. Okay, because that's a different the optics ar- of the from the outside are terrible. Well, and that's a different argument. Now, I again, we started this by arguments. Might, but- well, how about this? I had I had something else. My actual argument is like if if we go as far as your rule which is up until the point where you're betting on your own team. Don't, my rule is don't bet on your own team and do not and if you are caught like obviously affecting the outcome of games, so which would be sharing inside information. So if you were caught doing things that would affect the integrity of the game, or right. betting on your own team, which I think would affect the integrity of the game, you are suspended. You are banned. You're done. So it is a one and done okay. death penalty rule. So the 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 proving of sharing team information that to me is gets really sticky because. In a conversation, if me and you go behind the building and have a conversation, how do you prove something like that? So, like, but that's forever. No, like, but, but what I'm asking ten years is, ago, that could do happen. Do you think with this gambling, with this being opened up a little bit, do you think the integrity is affected at all? No, because no. I, I do think if it's legal, there might be people who aren't doing it because it's not allowed and they are afraid of the punishment. But if it becomes allowed, then, like you say, it's human nature to be like, how do I get a competitive advantage? That's my, what every my, team does. That exists, That's though. what every person does when they gamble. That's what you do when you compete. So to say that moving the f- rules forward to what you're saying wouldn't inf- affect the integrity of the game, it might not, but it would be disingenuous to say without a doubt it would. Look, it wouldn't. Company po- look, there's plenty of company policies that are written in into businesses that only exist on paper if they want to punish someone. They don't actually regularly enforce these. 
Yeah. They exist so they can fire you. These these are company policies that exist so they can find you and they can look good. So if they want to get rid of you, they can. Because here's the well, other thing. Because, Do you really think? Because if they allow it, they look really bad. And then that's ba- bad for their they, brand. So you think, and I guess I disagree on this, you think it looks bad if, let's say, um, Aaron Rodgers bets on the San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks game and he has a bye week. Okay. No. Not necessarily on, on a one-off. But if you've got a couple players that are week in and week out posting about their wins and stuff, and regardless if they did it completely you, on you, the up you, and up, you hit it right the there. optics would look really bad. And, and you, people, and regardless of whether it's real or not, and they bet legit or they got insider information, people aren't going to like the look. Right, That's I, some booty, Jim. I agree with you, Matt. That's my whole point, that this integrity of the game and inside information is all crap because that was already, that could have been an issue regardless already. These rules don't really stop the majority. Again, I'll, I'll just use weed as an example. The majority of people that would smoke weed Marijuana. aren't like there's not people in droves running out to uh, places like down to Illinois to buy weed and and smoke it if they didn't normally want to have the inkling to do it anyways. Because in theory, if you went down to Illinois and you'd bring it back to Wisconsin, you're already breaking the rules. No. So. But my See, point is, no, I it doesn't push you to the point. There's it doesn't push you past. A small, yes. Yeah, there's yeah, people that aren't going to do something, but what if it was legal? But a very small percentage. An incredibly yeah. small percentage. Most people, if you're not going to gamble, 844-770-3776, I'll ask you this. Would you gamble in the state of Wisconsin if it's legal? Is, yes. that what's, is that what's stopping most people from gambling? Is I mean, that what stopped people from smoking weed? That's that's probably why I don't place more bets. Like, I like to gamble. Is it because it's easier? Like, yeah. It's harder convenience to find. Convenience thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the fact that's that not, I would it's have... It's not a legal, illegal thing. It's a convenience thing. Well, I mean, I... I depend, if there was a bunch of people around me getting suspended a year no, for that's, gambling... That, that's not what I'm asking. Well, here's the thing. is Depending on, like, the, the, the penalty... Yeah, you might not take that risk. If I'm suspended for a year, yeah, you may, you know, I probably don't take that risk. Daryl and Deerfield chimes in. Players need to understand that these are the rules, blah, blah, blah. I understand that, Daryl, and I don't mean to blah, 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 but I, that's right. not the argument here. The rule exists. These players get suspended. That's that We're, we're, we're allowing for we all, all that. We all agree like, that yes, they, they the rules definitely broke a rule. Whether the rule is right or wrong, that's what we're debating. So, But back to the, the gambling thing. Like, I would imagine that if you had the inkling to gambling, it is... Which I do. Right. But it probably... it's. Legal. The part of making it legal just makes it maybe maybe you feel more comfortable about not the act of gambling, but who you're gambling with. That helps a lot too. But again, that doesn't make you're not more likely to gamble because it's legal. You're more likely to gamble because you're trusting who you're gambling with. Well, so that your real and problem the ease was, of access. So your right? real problem was you don't have a trusted bookie because if you had a trusted bookie, well, you have plenty of ease of access. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Call number five and eight. 844-770-3776. Call number 5 and 8. You're entered to win a $50 gift card to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Uh, you play a minute to win it. If you pick the right person, probably me, uh, you'll get that $50 gift card to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Call number 5 and caller number 8. 844-770-3776. Call number 5 and 8. You're both entered to win that $50 gift card to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. We'll play a minute to win it. Next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Here she go, either a little too high or a little too low. Got no self-esteem and vertigo, because she thinks she's made of candy. Hey. North 
Keith and Style, Chief of the Smokehouse, the official barbecue joint of Rutledge and Hamilton. Keith and Aaron brought their their dreams. They were up in Alaska. They were down in Texas. They brought that unique menu to Madison, Wisconsin. They've now expanded to, obviously, they still have the Madison location, Verona, and DeForest. You can have them cater. You can dine in. You can carry out. If you dine in, it's a great family-friendly experience. It's going to give you great, authentic barbecue or seafood. Go to North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, Madison, Verona, or DeForest. And right now, we're going to give away a $50 gift card to someone uh, for a minute to win it. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It, presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All righty, another Minute to Win It. Caller 5 was Derek. He's on your team, Jim. Caller right. 8 is Randy and Oshkosh. He's on Team Hamilton. Weird topic today. Okay. Not that weird, but difficult, I would say. Okay. We're going to once again implement that rule, by the way. If you get 11, 12, or 13 on this list, no strike, no points. Okay. I'm looking for the smallest U.S. Top 10 smallest. 10 smallest U.S. states. There we go. I got there. Okay. By population. By population. 10 smallest U.S. states ranked by population. I don't know how I stumbled into this today, but we're going to do it. (laughs) It makes sense? Yep. All right. Time starts in three, two, one. I'll go North Dakota. North Dakota's number four. South Dakota. South Dakota's number five. Wyoming. Wyoming is number one, actually. There you go. Idaho. Idaho, not on the list. Wow. All righty. What about, hmm, let's go uh, New Mexico. That is strike two. Rhode Island. Rhode Island's number seven. Okay, so I think I've exhausted all the places out west. Um, the Dakotas, California in a way, Nevada. I can't imagine that being on the list somewhere else. I'll go with Maine. Maine's a good guess. It's number nine. All right. So now, see, I'm trying to dance around the smaller East Coast. There's no way with major cities. I'll save that one for later. Um, Got about 20 seconds. All right. Maine. Virginia. I feel like I'm missing someone up there. I'll go with Mass. Massachusetts? Yeah. That is strike three. Yeah, I figured as much. Yeah, I figured Boston would do it, but I didn't know if you it was You missed a really couple up there, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know. I, I'm having There's a hard just time. so many, I think. I'm having a hard yeah. time differentiate them all up there. So we'll bring in Matt Hamilton. I'm not, geography is not my strong suit, but I felt good. I had seen something. It was actually like, I forgot if it was during the pandemic or something, where I was like, hey, if you group together all these like Western states, like they, they don't even come close to like half the population of like the city of New York. So it was just like... How yeah, that adds up. So that's where it was more of uh, one of those things where Matt Hamilton fully not paying attention here. He's out there talking to Alex G, uh, bouncing his ball, showing off his shirt. Whoa, what would you say there? Bouncing his ball. <laughs> so, Matt Hamilton, you go ahead and play Minute 20. Hey, Matt. What's up? Randy and Oshkosh uh, was caller right. He was assigned to you. Yeah. And he said, can you do me a favor and tell him to do good? <laughs> okay. All right, thanks, Randy. You think you can do that? Uh, maybe. All right, I am looking for the 10 smallest U.S. states by population. The oh. 10 smallest U.S. states by population. By Makes population. sense? Population. Yes. Yeah. Are you ready to go? Uh-huh. Your time starts now. Hawaii. Hawaii is number 11. We, we're keeping that rule from last week, so no strike, but that's incorrect. Okay. Um, Montana. Montana's number eight. God, oh, I forgot that. Wyoming. Wyoming is number one. 
smallest U.S. state? Nevada. Nevada, strike one. Utah. Utah, strike two. Okay, okay. Now I got to slow down. Um, you do have to slow down. Accurate. You got plenty of time. Yeah. Man, I'm just thinking out west. Part of me wants to say Alaska, but... Alaska. Alaska's number three. Okay. Um, totally forgot about Alaska. Let's say... Arkansas? Is that a final answer? Yeah. Strike three. Nah. I was going to say, there's no way Arkansas is on the list. It's just too massive. But I got a stupid one, too. I did. I did My last guess, I ran out of time. I just threw out mass. But obviously, All Boston right. was in it, but I thought maybe nothing else was around. You know, Right. Like, I mean, I was just trying to think of, like, what... Are big like cities so? What I got was South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, oh, the Dang. Wyoming, Rhode Island, and, I- and Idaho. I really thought you were going to win this week, Matt. Nah. I thought this was going to be a sweet spot for you. So you both got the we smallest both lost U.S. We stink. Uh, well, Jim, you had a five spot. You got half of them. I'm embarrassed though. Uh, number one, Alaska, Wyoming. Montana. I would have never thought Wyoming's the smallest state in the country. No, in nor terms would of have population. I. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I did not see that one coming. Number two, neither of you got Vermont. Mm, see, North again, East. I was trying to run through my yeah. head, but I was like, when's the last time I even thought about it? Yeah, some of those ones, like, they just made me nervous. Like, yes. Connecticut, like, everybody lives in Connecticut and commutes to New York for work, so it's probably right. pretty populous. Vermont, but it's so small. Vermont was the other one I was is trying Rhode to think Is Rhode Island of. on there just because it's so Rhode Island? I, got, is on there. Yeah, I got Rhode Island. Yeah, uh, I got Rhode Island. Uh, so I, I all right, so sense. I'd like to go in order, though, if that's right with you. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Number three, Matt got Alaska. Four and five, Matt, or Jim both got North Dakota, then South Dakota, four and five, respectively. Number six, neither of you got. That was Delaware. Uh, see you again. I, the East Coast scared me. Ro- it's just a cluster. Yeah, it is a cluster. Number seven, Rhode Island. Number eight, Montana. Number nine, Maine. And you both missed number ten, New Hampshire. Again, just that cluster of states. I could. So, I was having a hard yeah, time like. like I'm com- I was head. confident they were smaller in population, but that East Coast is so dense. I was like, you know. You know, you're, there's two th- different schools of thought. You're thinking the big states out west that have no people, and then you got to start thinking what's the tiniest state that just doesn't have a city. In? So and so it's I more, didn't flip my brain to the tiny state city. So my brain is more visual, and I could I couldn't I was having a hard time nailing down what the other states were in the east. Like I was like these were not coming to my brain. Ah. So I was like I know there's smaller ones up there. I knew Rhode Island, but Vermont. Um, I, I think I said Maine, but that was not. I think that I missed on that one. And no, then, it was on the list. Okay, then maybe I didn't say Maine. I thought Maine. Maybe that's what I was trying to say when I said Mass. But regardless, I won. Congratulations to who picked me. You picked a winner because I am right. <laughs> this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.